Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like cabinets. Yes. When I went to go and hang out with Cousin Vinny for the weekend, I came back to the cabinets like 90% completed. So we had started the cabinets in like the third week of April. Okay. It seemed longer than that. My former work wife... She was here probably like eight hour days that, that, that first week, that week. And I worked another four to six hours after she left each of those days. And we did that for a solid week and a half. You thought that doing the cabinets would take you about a week. Well, that's what she thought. Okay. I I was willing to believe her. Okay. Yeah. Sounded good to me. I thought it would take a month or two. Right. You said three months. You had had gotten that. You had put in your mind three months. I figured that it would take you three months. I think when I said three months, I was thinking about all of the projects that you had going on at the time. Like you were disassembling our deck and you were... Done, by the way. Yes, you you have completed disassembling our deck and Something you even complete. laid out the the other pavers to make a path across where the deck used to be you're you're good but like you had like four other projects going on at the time the deck and the cabinets and uh something else that you were building with I don't know. There was something. I don't know half, there were a couple halfway finished projects in the nobody carpentry is, type projects. Nobody is less surprised that I'm doing four projects at once. You just started another carpentry project in the backyard for that yeah. matter. Nobody is less surprised than our oldest child when they come over to see what projects I'm doing. <laughs> they come over to visit and they find out how many projects are going on, of course. Number zero. Yeah. Number but- zero child. Gave me a... A Home Depot gift card for Father's Day. Yes. Mm -hmm. Nicely done. Yes. That child knows what's going to happen. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. God. But yeah, I figured that with all of your other projects and everything else you had going on that it would take two or three months. And now we are at the end of two months and you are about 90% done still. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is the problem. We might be 96% now. This is this is that Pareto principle thing, you know, like 80% of the work takes 20% of the time, but the last 20% will take the remaining 80% of the time. Well, I don't know, because really the sanding did take forever. It really did, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you started sanding and with a lot of these paints and varnishes and shellacs, mm-hmm. you really only need to like rough up the wood and be able to paint over, but you wanted to stain it, which meant you needed to get down to where the stain could actually absorb into the wood. Yep. Even though they did tell me at the paint store that it would, I would only need to rough it up. But I, I knew this had to be a lie, and it was. And I didn't buy it there because they didn't have the color I wanted, but it worked out. So there was the um, never-ending sanding to the point that yesterday, my, my former work wife did not come over to work on cabinets. It's more, it's more unusual when she's not here working on cabinets with me. But she sent me a text saying one of her neighbors was refinishing their front door and she heard the sander and cringed. Oh. She said, I, was not, I heard the sander and I was not ready for that. Aww. I was not ready for that sound. Aww. Yeah. 
So Well, and that's the thing. Y'all thought that like, okay, we take the doors off, we take one door and, you know, sand it and see if we can get it to take the stain. And actually you had a practice door from the boys' bathroom because all of the cabinets, bathroom vanities, everything in this house that's original was all the same make and model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, just a light oak. Yeah. That um, was really out of date and very worn in our kitchen. And so you had a worn out door that you had taken off of the boy's bathroom cabinets. No, no, it came off with his help some time ago. I just never put it back on, but there you go. And you used that as your test material so Mm. that you didn't have tests that went sideways on the actual kitchen cabinets. Yes. And you tried it and you tried it and you tried it and like you're sanding and sanding. We spent two days, two mornings trying to find a way to make the stain go on the wood. So that it absorbed properly and would wipe off properly. And then be able to be covered with a varnish or a... Yeah. Yes. And it was not going. And eventually I took a photo. Well, I I text a few few guys that I know do wood stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is also something that my former work wife was like, could you text your Jesus friend... I said, well, he, he doesn't really, but I will, but, but I don't think it's him. I think we need to ask the lawyer friend because he always is redoing the bathroom. So he knows things like well, this. Well, and not only that, but he's a carpenter. So yes, he knows, he knows all, all about the wood. So uh, I sent him a picture. The stain was not going onto the wood. Did he ever have a, a situation like that? He said, no, because he usually, he's usually w- working with new wood because carpenters. Yes. And then he gave me the unfortunate but not surprising news. It looks like it needs more sanding. So y'all were sanding for like a month just to get to the point where you could. Well, we did the frames. We did the frames probably for four or five days, mm-hmm. depending on how you count the days. And then we were able to get it to take the the actually the cheapest stain there was, mm-hmm. and, and it was the color that was, that was the most acceptable color as far as I was concerned. Okay, yeah, it, they look fine. So yeah, I mean, you yeah. you did a good job. Yeah, but yeah, so we've been ninety something percent done for about two weeks. You see, we did the frames, and then we went to baseball. So we were gone for five days or six days or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we came back and we needed to be outside with the doors. We only wanted to do the frames inside because we, d- we didn't want to detach them from the walls, which yeah, that's, create a whole nother mm. ordeal. So there was a lot of weather for about two and a half, three weeks that we could not get a day to go out there. Right. And a couple of the, the doors were mm, maybe 10 or 12 of them were a little bit sanded that she had started while, mm-hmm. while I was doing frames. She was doing some doors outside because right. there wasn't room for both of us. So it sat there for about three weeks. And then we finally got some weather that we could be out there. And then you got the flu. Well, we were out there. <laughs> we were First, we were out there for a long time every day there was sanding and more sanding and more sanding and then I did get the flu and then when I was getting over the flu there were still the the drawers to sand mm-hmm. and I brought them all outside mm-hmm. and I was sanding and sanding and the last three drawers I thought oh my gosh it's never gonna end 
Well, and it's funny because you didn't do the drawers until after our boys' middle school celebration. Yes. Because in order to do the drawers, you need to take everything out of the drawers Mm -hmm. and sit them out on our dinner table where we would have company. Right. We had to wait till there wasn't going to be company. And then everything was on the table. And I thought, well, now that I've got these drawers sanded, I'm going to go ahead and wash them off. Mm -hmm. And after they dried, it was evening, but I thought, I'm going to go ahead and stain them. And so I did. But of course, every time I think, oh, let me just do a little bit more and get ahead here. I don't get ahead and something's wrong and then we have to do it again. And that is what happened with the drawers. They they got like weird bubbles on the... Which to me, that sounds like they were dry on the surface, but they weren't dry all the way through. Yeah, but they needed a second coat anyway. But they they also got drips because I had them on end because I wanted the the drawer part, the part Mm -hmm. I was putting stain on to be flat. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't a way actually to make it flat. It had to tip just a little or they'd all fall over. And eventually when I did the second coat, I had to stack them on top of each other, just like if they were in a cabinet. And Mm -hmm. this is a lot of detail that probably nobody needs. (laughs) But anyhow. <laughs> you tried a bunch of different ways to get it to go, and yeah. sometimes it worked. And sometimes it didn't, and eventually it worked. And so then we, on my former work wife's birthday, she came over, and we started putting varnish on. And we had a really good time varnishing Happy and varnishing birthday. and varnishing, <laughs> feeling like this is the easiest part we've done. And then we got these weird streaks of what we looked it up and it was possibly the varnish wasn't stirred enough or some moisture had gotten underneath. In either case, we had to sand those areas and redo them. Mm-hmm. Restain them and re-varnish them. So that's why we keep getting to about 93% done. Because it keeps getting up to like 93 and then backing up to 91 and then 95 and then backing up to 94. And yes. then, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the last thing, yesterday I stained the touch-ups, which were, you know, the third or fifth round of up to 97 and back to 93. Mm -hmm. And then after we did handles today, I went out and varnished those areas. So hopefully... You attached handles. Yes, there's all but seven spaces of door or drawer in our kitchen that now have handles Mm -hmm. on them, as well as stain and varnish. Yes. And this is a funny thing because I think we talked about this before when we were talking about the beginning of this project, Mm -hmm. that you and I cannot work together in the same space. Right. You and your work wife can. Yes. But if you want me to help, if you want to delegate some part of a project that you're doing, you need to tell me what that is. And it needs to be something that I can go do somewhere else, like go look up handles and find ones that'll work on our cabinets. Yes. Or put the contact paper on the shelves. Yes. And put the things back on the shelves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Although and you drew the line at the drawers. You're like, I'm not having it. No. I'm done with the contact well, paper. Well, here's the thing about the drawers. There was already contact paper in there. There was, but I didn't like it. It was old and I didn't like it. And I said, you can't put contact paper on contact paper. And I said, well, the guy who lived here before us did because he did that with everything. And that's the wild thing. There actually I mean, was put, contact paper on top of contact paper. everything in, on top of everything else that you over half to of these drawers. to put on anything else. Some of them only had one layer, but many of them had two layers of contact paper. Yes. How the hell do you get that to go? I don't know. I, well, how do you put two countertops on a counter? Oh, my how God. How do you put two decks 
on top of each other. I don't know. And these are all examples of things that we have found as we have been renovating our house that, you know, when you went to disassemble the deck in the backyard, Mm -hmm. you start trying to take these planks off and there's like a 97% of a deck underneath it. (laughs) Maybe 93. (laughs) And... Some years ago for Thanksgiving, I don't know if we even talked about this then. We probably did. We probably did. I got us a new stovetop. Yes, the other one wasn't very good. The other Parts one was it didn't work. dying. It was an old electric range with the coils. And I really like gas ranges, but I recognize that in absence of the hookups for all that and not wanting to pay to get hookups for all that, mm-hmm. the next best thing is not another electric coil range. It's going to be a cooktop. Yes. So I got us one and I measured and I measured and I measured and they sent us the one that I had measured for and it turns out it was still a little bit too big. Well, that's because this first layer of counter that was underneath the top layer was like half an inch smaller all the way around. So then we had to make that part bigger. And that's where you learned when I say it's going to take a while. I mean, anywhere from some hours to all day. Well, and that's the thing. I was like, okay, it's it's a tile countertop. We can chip away, you know, a half inch here and a half inch there. Until we realize that we start trying to chip away at it and there's a whole ass countertop under our countertop. Also made of ceramic tile. Like they just put one ceramic tile on top of the other one. They glued it down. Like what the fuck? This is like the third thing now. It was the countertops and then it was the deck and then it was the drawers. How the hell did he even get... He did a lot of strange things. ...contact paper to stay on top of contact paper? I don't know. You tried. You couldn't get it to go. I did. I thought he did it. I'll try it. And and then you said, did it work? And I said, no, apparently only the guy who used to live here could put things (laughs) in two layers. Everybody else... And I keep thinking, there's got to be a metaphor here somewhere. Well, as... As my former work wife pointed out to us, isn't it nice you're finally getting the rest of that guy out of here? (laughs) The rest of that guy and his nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is our little adventure. So I I did do, I did take all the paper out of the drawers and put new paper. Mm Mm-hmm. I still have to do under the oven. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that one yet. Oh, you haven't contact papered the big drawer under I the oven. To, I have to take the two layers out first. <laughs> God. <sighs> so we're doing all this, and I usually have my former work wife doing these things because she does. She she likes to do projects. Mm-hmm. She does know how to do things. She you know grew up on a ranch and a farm, and you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, she's she's a she's, handyman. She's competent. <laughs> yes. And I don't have, uh, you know, a slew of dude friends because I transitioned very late and, and had all these female people that I knew. Making friends gets harder as you get older. I've seen a lot of millennial memes where millennials, young adults are, you know, complaining about like, oh my God, how do you make friends once you actually have a job? How do you make friends when you like you're out of college and you have your career and you're in your 30s and what the hell do you do? And I'm like, I don't know, but it doesn't get easier in your 40s, 50s, 60s. Right. I mean, I think if you do some activities. Like your former work wife goes to pool. Yes. Yes, she does. And she also goes to like Pilates or something and right. yoga and whatever. Anyhow. She goes and does things she does with things. her existing friends and by doing so makes more friends. Yes. But she's very, very social. She is highly social. Yes. 
She is like painfully social, even for me, my extroverted ass. Yeah. Yeah. She's social. She knows everybody. And everybody's business. Yes. True. But anyhow. Meanwhile, you have have, a bunch of women friends. Yes. And she'll come over and do projects with me. And it's, it's unusual because most dudes have their dude friends do things for them mm-hmm. because they can't make friends with women because they're stupid and they'll do stupid things or want to. God. That's my simple explanation. I mean, so you're not wrong. <laughs> I know. It, it was funny because her car would be here every day. Mm-hmm. And finally, grandma says to her, are you living over at George and Jess's house now? Mm-hmm. So, you know, because the car was here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, did you tell her yes? Because, you know, why not? When you were gone at, at Vinny's, I said, you should put your car in Jess's spot and then they'll, everybody will really wonder what's going on. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, she didn't because we had used that space. Because you the, were using the garage to paint in. We used that side for the drawers. Yes. Yeah. Anyhow. But yeah, it is, it is kind of funny. I mean, because she's the one to do, you know, more projects. And after this, she'll do somebody else's deck. Mm-hmm. With them. She said she's got a lot of practice at the deck because her dad would do it like every year. Yes. And deck paint is easier to remove than that weird ass finish that they had and however many coats of varnish over top of it. Right. I don't even know. Right. But anyway. Yeah. She keeps saying a couple of weeks now, she said to me, George, what are you going to do when we're done with these cabinets? As if I wouldn't already have started something. And I'm like, okay, there's already like a trellis and some other construction project. And like, you've you've got projects already started. To I do. To- I, I have. I'm started making a frame that I want to put wires in for the grapevine that I hope someday will grow. Um, I think it's ridiculous that you keep buying us grapes when we live in the desert, but... <laughs> Well, other people grow grapes here, and the grapes that I put more in the shade are doing really good. Either way, you have all these projects in process, which is just... I I think of these things. I think, oh, this would look nice here, or this would be functional, Mm -hmm. or this would be cleaner, or yeah. Yeah, and see, I would make a list of all these things if I actually intended to get to things like that. I've had that in my brain list for a few years. Mm Mm-hmm. Same grapevine. I I also struggle to start one thing when I haven't yet finished another. You I can don't. you can read multiple books at once. Mm-hmm. You can start in the middle of the notebook. You started in the this notebook that we take notes in when we're planning an episode. Mm-hmm. That when you know nine years ago, God, nine years ago, I started at the very beginning of the notebook, like just making a couple bullet points, and you decided you needed to write yourself a few paragraphs, and you just opened it up to to the middle. Yes. And apparently also at the end, because there's three pages at the end. There's a page and a half at the end. Okay. Yes. And you're almost at the end now. And I am almost at the end now. We have almost used this entire notebook. I would bet that by the time we get to our 10th anniversary, we will be at the end of the notebook, since generally we're looking at two to five episodes per page, depending on how many notes we make on each one. Right. And... 10-year notebook. I keep thinking that one of these days we'll like have some big coming out party. Like we'll go to some first event or gender odyssey or Philly trans health or, you know, one of these big trans gender inclusive events that's, you know, Mm -hmm. specifically for our demographic and like offer to do a panel or something and actually be visible and still not a... We could could probably do that, but I, I don't know the climate right now. 
wow, it's real sketchy. I know, and right? that's the thing. Like when Yikes. we were when we were first doing this nine years ago, we had kindergartners, and I knew a guy in Canada who had like been doxxed and had his kids' school doxxed, and like messages saying "kill the tranny fag and its demon spawn." Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not what we were here for. Nope. And then we thought it was getting better. It was. It was a little bit better off and on, and then it wasn't. And now it's really not. Mm. But, you know, somehow at the same time, Wolverine Cox has a Barbie doll, so I'm really thrown for a loop there. Yeah, that's that's what it is. And that's yeah. the other thing, you know, like if, if we were going to present ourselves as a visible group of people and let ourselves be known as not just voices in people's ears. Mm. Yep. Some other people do it now. I don't know how they manage any potential issues like that, but... I I know some of them, some who know me and some who I just know as patrons or Mm -hmm. whatnot. You know, listening to a lot of those folks who I do interact with on the regular, some of them get quite a bit of hate speech directed their way, Mm -hmm. and they've just learned how to filter, Mm -hmm. and others fly under the radar. They don't have the listenership, or they haven't pissed off the wrong person. Right. But, you know, in in those situations, a lot of it is just a matter of luck that you haven't caught the ear of the wrong person. You know, that's a completely Mm -hmm. random... Sociopath. Yes. Well, but we have a a, a notebook that you go to the middle of. And when we go to the store, you also go to the middle of the store. When we went to the big box store the other day, and I was methodically starting at the end of one section, go up and down this section of aisles. When we go to the next section of aisles, start at this end and go down. Okay, we're going to the next section. We're going back to the middle. And I'm like, okay, I go to the end and then go aisle by aisle. And you just like went made a beeline for the thing that caught your eye. (laughs) I did. I lost you. You did lose me. <laughs> I, I did lose you. and But I knew I could find you. But it was I was really surprised because I thought I saw where you went. And I thought, I'm just going to go look at that thing right there. And, and was I was you went to, looking at pine nuts. Yeah. I did think that if you went that way, you were probably still that way because that's how you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go too far until I could figure out where you were. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go methodically up and down the aisles until... Right. I had finished that I section. Really, I really am bad at that. I know you are. I'm and terrible. it's adorable. I, I, I've always done my work that way too, which made it sometimes hard to remember if I had done all the things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't. I would drive myself nuts. It's not a bother at all. <laughs> Me. Meanwhile, my online game just dropped a new chapter and I'm avoiding it because I can't start it methodically like I want. <laughs> right. I have to wait until I can do some inventory management and start from scratch with a empty bag of holding. Okay. Well, that's, you know, sounds like fun empty. for you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it that's will the be. Thing. <laughs> Speaking of the cabinets, though, when you were out taking that walk with your lady friends and the straight couple had no clue what to do with the three of you, right? with you and your harem, yes, you talked to the old guy about yeah. fixing the cabinets. Yeah. I don't know how we got on that topic, but I said, uh, I think actually my former work wife met- mentioned it. She said something about, she was showing off her accomplishments of, well, we're, we're refinishing the cabinets. And he turned to me and said, does she hold them up while you attach them? or something. And I said, well, actually she does everything because she knows how, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, she she grew up on a ranch and she knows how to do things, so it's not a problem. And he's like, oh, like I just told a him. A woman can do fix? Lady does things. Maybe he should have sat down first. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wild. Yeah. 
Yeah, she she knows how to do things. One one of the screws, the the head of it was kind of stripped, and she sent me for a rubber band, and you put the rubber band there, and it makes the screw turn. Yeah. And I never think of that because if a screw head is stripped, I usually just replace it. Mm -hmm. But in the hinges of the cabinet doors, you cannot replace the screw. It is attached to the hinge, and you'd have to just get another hinge. God damn it. And these hinges are out of date. So, thank goodness for rubber bands and people who know how to... Those hinges are freaking ridiculous. They are really, really ridiculous. But anyway... They're, they're strange. They don't go on the outside or they don't go on one side of the door or the other. They go inside the door and inside the like mm-hmm. groove. There's grooves and mm-hmm. it has to go exactly there. So the last thing that we've been fixing recently was the swamp cooler. And if you don't have a swamp cooler, it works kind of like the yard system where in the winter you have to drain it. And then in the summer you have to prep it in order to get everything to go again for yes. like the sprinklers. A swamp cooler is much the same way. You have to drain it in the win- for the winter and and prep it for the summer before you can Correct. use it. Yes. And so you went up on the roof to fix our swamp cooler and get it prepped for the I summer. Didn't. I wear goggles this time. Because it's windy on top of our roof. Well, last year I got an eye infection because of the wind. Because something got cooler. blown into your face. Yes. Because it will. Yep. Because you're on the roof. Except it had a leak. Well, the cooler was the easiest to prep and have ready that it ever has been the whole time I've been doing it. And then I turned it on and it did have a leak in it. It's not the kind of leak you can tighten something. It was the tray. Yeah, like something had corroded in a flat piece. Yeah, really unexpectedly because a few years ago we had the motor rebuilt and the guy said to us, well, your warranty company would replace the whole thing if the tray was no good, but the tray is perfectly good. It's probably going to be good for a long time, so you're just going to have to do the motor. So they did that, and it worked really good. But suddenly, the tray is rusted. And it was not rusted. Like, there was a little bit of rust last year, a little tiny bit. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the home warranty sent over a HVAC guy. And the appointment was supposed to be on a Tuesday, which is when I'm usually at the office. Mm-hmm. At least that's what they told us. But then we get a doorbell ring on Monday. It's an HVAC guy. And it's the HVAC guy. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, can I help you? And he says, yeah, you have an HVAC appointment? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, tomorrow. And you were, t- you were in the middle of a nap. I was just waking up. And, and then Bob finished helping me wake up I and bet. heard the doorbell. So I go open the door and he's the, the, the HVAC guy is like, woman at the door. I be polite. I take a step back. I take my hat off, hold it in both hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you have an HVAC appointment? I'm like, oh, I thought it was tomorrow, but come on over here. It's this way. Yeah. And like I'm walking straight through the house to lead him to the ladder to go up to the swamp cooler. He and, follows you, so he doesn't see me, and I'm, I'm well. Just and getting, the thing is, he cup. didn't follow me. I say it's this way, and he starts walking in front of me and stops at the thermostat, and I keep walking past him, and I say, "Nope, this way." <laughs> oh, okay. I missed that because I was getting my shoes. So you guys went outside. We did go outside, and mm. then you followed us. But the thing is, it was funny because I was like, "Yes, it's this way," and he he decides he's going to lead me to it. Yes, of course. And then he, he decides he's going to stop and look at the thermostat, and I say, "Nope, keep keep going." <laughs> Right. To the back. Yeah, it's not that thing. That doesn't do it. So he went up there and he said, I don't see any leak. And and, and, and at that point, I was just like, George, you do it. <laughs> let me get the dude and you'll understand him. <laughs> and I, I, I had to turn God the water back on. Damn it. To make the leak show up because I turned it off because there was a leak. Yes, you yes. did turn off the water because mm, there was a leak. But I when did. you turned on the water, there was a leak again. Well, that I, no, I still had to go up there and... and 
say, it's here and point to it. And he came around and I was like wanting him to wait till I moved because I was on the edge of the roof Mm -hmm. and he was trying to go past me. Oh, and I was like, dude, this is too close. But he got over there and um, he said, oh, it is leaking there and it is rusty. And that is really strange. I have never seen anything like that in, you know, this part of the world in my life. And he pokes at it and a finger sized hole pops through the... Like he, he goes to touch and see how, how delicate it is. And just the touching no, he, makes he it... Just, he poked it and it went all over the place. And then it was pouring and I was like, oh, great. Now it's going to be wet where the ladder is. I hate that. <laughs> I hate when it's wet where the ladder is and you're on the second story. But yeah, and then he we went down the ladder and he left. He's like, okay, I'll... Yeah, and he explained, you know, I have to, you know, I get your copay from the home warranty people and then I have to go and submit the report to them and I have to give them the photos and but, get their reply back. I noticed he back. take any information with him, like... The model or the... Size si- or yeah. the... Mm-hmm. You know, anything. I didn't... Did he take any pictures while he was up there? No. No, he measured... How wide it was by using his hands. Like, you know, one it's hand after so many another, hand spans. It's probably 40 inches. Okay. Yeah. That's why. I'm like, okay, well, some of us have tape measures, but whatever. <laughs> so then today I'm sitting there working and the doorbell's going and Bob is barking and I look at the camera and it's him and I can't stop. I'm in the middle of a session and I can't stop. And Excuse then- me, therapy patient. I have to go and answer the door for my HVAC guy. <laughs> You know, it's not, not, I was no. like, oh, well, maybe he'll text my wife or call and whatever. And the next thing I know, I see him walking past the window, going into our yard. He did not text me. He didn't text or call either one of us. And I was like, what the hell? So then I did actually have to interrupt what was happening and say, I'm really sorry, but, and explained briefly that there's somebody coming into my yard that shouldn't be in my yard without telling me they need to go in my yard. Mm-hmm. And the person was like, no, that's wrong. But, you know, I had to go out there and say, look, dude, I'm in a meeting right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I couldn't answer the door. So next time text. Mm-hmm. And he, then he, he was going to leave and he just needed a photo for the report. Right. He measured it with his hands and he, he was like, okay, uh, and it's all the way up here. Like he's looking around like, oh, you, I just, real, you just realized you climbed to the second story on the ladder, dude. Yes, it's all the way up here. Yeah. Yeah. So he's going to have to get a thing all the way up there if he's the one who's going to do it. Because he did say if he does it, he'd have to do it on a weekend because he has a day job. For fuck's sake. And I'm like, okay, I understand you have two jobs and I don't care what day it's done on, but you poked a hole in it, so you take care of it. Right? Yeah. (laughs) For fuck's sake. (laughs) Yep. So all the fixing. Well, yep. Trying to anyway. Yeah. Trying to fix things. So... Is there anything else about any of that 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 we missed? Yeah, we'll think of it later, though. Kind of like the grocery store. Mm. Well, I can add it to the list for next time in this notebook that we're almost done with. Yes, you could. So is that it for now? I think that's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. 
If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! We open that shade a little bit. I can see light. That way? Thank you. Uh-huh. Wait a second. The pop filters got bumped out of place when I was moving things around. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Yep. Hi. Hi. Hopefully we can do this. I think we can. Okay. Are we ready? Probably. Okay. Are you allowed to put your arm there? Jess might get mad. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. You're lucky you're cute. Let me do this, actually. Move it away a little bit. Yeah. Smash it into something else. You want to turn it? No, it's already turned it. Uh, I meant the tray. Yeah. The computer's already here. Yeah. So it would fit this way more. Yeah, mm. I to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing everything wrong lately, but... No, I mean, you're not supposed to give me yawns while we're trying to record. I know. Right. Are we good to start? Probably. Okay. What is that? Oh, it's an airplane. I don't hear it. I guess I hear it, but... All right. Are you ready again? No telling. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. My former work wife came over to help put handles on the cabinets, and um, she said, when, when did we start this? So I went back and looked in the photos, and the oldest one I could find was uh, like March 25th. When did you text our lawyer friend about woodworking? Well, that's the thing. I went looking for that, and I had erased all the old texts somehow. I don't know. Anyhow, it wasn't there, mm -hmm. but it would have been probably that Monday, which, yeah. <laughs> that Monday, whenever that Monday was. Well, Monday was the 25th of April, which I just mentioned. That was after you had started back mid-March. No, we didn't You said you had in photos in March. No, I said I had photos on the 25th of April. Okay. Okay. Maybe we should start this all over. Yeah, I think we should because okay. I heard the word March. Okay. I came back to like 90% cabinet completion. <laughs> it's shot day. It is shot day. Yes. I turned it off, but it's not stopping. I noticed. So... So, what about those cabinets? <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs>